This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendar with the Old Trailblazer. Riding out again this morning, early this morning. Some of our stations here is at night or are up in the day. But here it's early in the morning. The dew is still on the ground. And it's uh, it's warm weather here. and uh, But it cools off in the morning times, late at night. So I praise the Lord for those things. Don't you praise the Lord for what the Lord has done in your heart and your life, giving you grace? You woke up breathing this morning. I told you that little story about I had a little nephew who was a little ragamuffin, a little orphan, and I went by his grandma's house one day. He was staying with her, and I said, How you doing, babe? He said, Uncle Albert, I woke up breathing. I said, he said, I woke up breathing, and I've never forgotten that. I'll remember till the day I die that this child, three years old, four years old, was thankful that he woke up breathing, and now he's a grown man now, and the Lord has been good to him. But I praise the Lord for the opportunity to come back in your home in your automobile, there in your airplane, maybe on maybe on a cruise going down to somewhere, and Alaska or somewhere up there where you hear the broadcast. And I, I just ask you to pray for me day by day as the time comes and goes. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. I don't have any uh, any ability or any any expertise in doing anything. The Lord called me, gave me this little broadcast. Pastor Shelton originated the Trailblazer broadcast back in the 1950s. And he had, the, he had the sound effects to go with old Dan, clip to clopping. He had all sorts of things. And he was an old country man like me. I'm an old country boy, raised in the country. I tell folks I was so green, the geese followed me around. But let's get back in our study. We're looking at a study on blood redemption in the Old Testament. And we'll get back sooner or later to our blood redemption in the New Testament. And we, we come there. We, we studied where Isaac was offered up on Mount Moriah. And those things where the, uh, the, where the ram was caught in the thicket. But in our last study, we begin to be uh, to look at uh, just uh, the sin, the, how, what what sinful creatures we are. And I know that's a that's a, a mis a, a no no to even speak of sin. I know I know we often tell you that we refute error. And folks ask me, what does that mean? What am I doing? Well, in our land today, in this nation of ours. We, our religious world has degenerated to a, to just a social gospel. And I asked ask you folks, wherever you are, up there in Sacramento, California, wherever you are, San Benito, Texas, wherever you are, if you go to church on Sunday, uh, does your preacher ever talk about sin? Does he ever talk about the Bible speaking of repentance? Does he ever talk about becoming a lost sinner, looking to the Lord? So I ask you one every now and then, just ask your preacher to take a service and tell us how the Lord saved you, preacher. But we're looking at, in our last study there, we were looking at the sinfulness uh, of men. And I was trying to give you a little uh, information how the, what the Bible says. Let me go back and just review just a little bit. Uh, sin is not what a man does. It's what a man is. Every individual is a sinner, not only by practice, that is because the, of the sin he commits, but he's a sinner by nature. I read somewhere the other day, one of the old divines said, you don't have to, you don't have to teach a child to sin. You don't have to teach an individual to sin. In Romans 8, 3, it's called the sin of the flesh. You were born a sinner. Man is not a sinner because he commits sin. He commits sin because he is a sinner. Because the root of sin, the nature of sin, is in him. Oh, I would that the Holy Spirit would fall in such mighty convicting power all over our radio audience at this time where this message is going. 
and every listener, no matter few or many, would be made to see that you're a sinner. You know, you don't have to be ashamed to take your place as a sinner. I often tell you it's the greatest thing that ever happens to you, to see yourself as a poor, wretched, lost sinner. Oh, my friend, listen, that's what the Lord has done for the old trailblazer. Let's go back and look. In Matthew 15, 19, the scripture says, Out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulterers, fornications, theft, false witness, blasphemies. And then in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked desperately wicked. Someone has said that word desperately means uncurably, incurably wicked. Who can know it? The Lord in Jeremiah 17, 10 says, I, the Lord, search the heart. Let me repeat, every man is a sinner by nature. Romans three twelve says, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. And I've often asked you to read the first three or four chapters of Romans, if you will, in conjunction with these studies. Isaiah 64, 6 says, but we are all as an unclean thing, and all of our righteousness are as filthy rags. Isaiah 1, 5 says, The whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint. From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds, wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. So you see, my friend, let the old trailblazer just slow down and take a little bit of time with you this morning. You see there, uh, that's God's picture. God paints a picture. It's an awful picture, isn't it? Because every one of us are sinners by nature. I wish you could see that thing. I believe that most of our church members today have never seen it. Most of our pastors and preachers, theologic, theological, theological professors have never seen it. You may look in the Bible and say, well, the Bible teaches, but that don't mean a thing. You've never come to know it experimentally. That's, that's what a sinner, my friend. That's what a kind of sinner. Listen. Listen to God's picture again. Revelation 3.17, you find these words. And knowest not that thou art wretched, a contemptible outcast, miserable, worthless, poor, penniless, spiritually bankrupt, blind, understanding darkened, and naked, no covering. Then in Luke 14.21, I'm trying to go slowly a little bit and give you these verses. Maybe you can write them down. In Luke 14:21, God gives us another picture of uh, the depraved sinner when he said, Go out quickly into the highways and go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither. Now listen, listen, this is a, this is a description. Go in, bring out hither the poor, that means bankrupt, the maimed, those who cannot help themselves, and the halt, they can't walk, and the blind, Minds darken and they can't see. This is the condition of every man. We're speaking of spiritual things, my friend. We're talking here about the sin of ignorance. Every individual is ignorant of the fact that he's a sinner. I have people call me, email me, write me. It would, would look like fire coming out of their letter. Don't call me a sinner. Don't call. I'm not a sinner. I've been a church member since I was seven years old. Don't, don't you ever call me a sinner, old trailblazer. Well, I don't call you a sinner. But the Bible says uh, you're miserable, blind, naked. It is. That's God's description, not mine. I don't look on your heart. I can't see your heart. All I can see is the evidence. Oh, I can see the evidence of a new heart. I do. I love to, I love to observe an individual who has told me or tells me, you know, Pastor, the Lord has saved me. 
And then I watch that individual here on, under, my, uh, under my ministry here. That's my business, my friend, to watch for your soul. That's my business to come here and to tell you what God's Word says. That's why oftentimes uh, we're called on to conduct funerals of individuals here in the ministry and out there in our radio audience, and I do that all over the country. And I stand there, and I don't, I don't heap laurels on those fellas or on those ladies. My friend, when that breath leaves that body, there's no more, nothing there. I tell folks, with a packed house or whether 10 or 12, whatever's in that audience, I said, you and I, uh, this individual has gone on to its reward, so to speak. Most folks say have gone on to be with Jesus, but I don't say that because I don't know. But I say nothing we say here is going to influence this individual lying in this coffin. All this is is the old carcass, and it's not going to influence you unless the Holy Spirit takes it home to your heart. But I want to stand here and be true as God's ambassador, ambassador for the souls of men. I want to stand here and tell you that this man, this woman, uh, unless they come to know the Lord, uh, they're not saved. And why should I get up here and make out like you're they're saved and make the family feel go oh, well mama's gone on to be with daddy. No, they 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 up there together. No, that's all sentimental junk. Sentimental junk, my friend. It is. It is. Uh, let's 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 wake up and smell the coffee. We we gotta face reality. Have you ever faced reality? We have a book here by Pastor Shelton booklet. Center facing reality. The sinner's flight from reality. It, it'll, 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 enlighten, it'll, it'll enlighten you. My friend, write me. Write me or call me. Call me uh, later on today. Uh, my phone number here is area code 225-664-8658. And you call me today and talk to my, me or one of the girls here in the office and tell them you want that book on the sinner's flight from reality. It was free and postpaid. We'll send it to you. And while we're on that subject, we have many, many of Pastor Shelton's booklets in track form. We'll be glad to send them to you to give out. If you'd like to do that, have a track ministry. Many of our folks are doing that. But let's get back to our subject. We're looking at what a sinner. Oh, what a sinner. And uh, it, it once the Holy Spirit opens your heart, throws back the skylight of your soul, and lets you see it, you never forget what a sinner. You know what it'll do? It'll take away all of your of, of your pride, all of your braggadocia. How can an old sinner, a worm of the dust, a worm of the dust? I heard this little story one night. Evangelists were, t- evangelists were telling this story about this old Indian chief, and it had been in a, in a meeting, and somehow I don't remember the whole story, but they had a bonfire going, and they had piled some wood on it, and uh, they were sitting around there, and after a while they saw a worm come crawling out of one of those dead logs, getting away from the heat. And he went over there and picked that worm up with his fingers, this old Indian chief, and he held it up to the crowd. He said, me worm, me worm, you saved from the fire, my friend. That was him. He said, me save, me save, me worm. That, has you ever seen yourself as a worm of the dust? Oh no, I know that's not popular. I know, I know our folks are are, are so uh, spoon fed on all of this stuff that we're we're a, a higher level. No, we're not. We're just a worm of the dust. We are. Go there and read Ezekiel 16th chapter, if you will, and see how that we were polluted in our own blood, and the Lord come along, my friend. Oh, and saved a poor old wretch like the old trailblazer. And I know maybe I'm on a on a 
stumped this morning, all right. But I want my heart is so heavy for you. I have many burdens this morning, folks dying under the ministry here and going out into eternity, and I have to stand and proclaim the gospel, preach the gospel at their funeral, and put consign them to the grave and hope and pray that they're going to be with the Lord. That's not my business. Oh, my friend, my friend, have you have you have you taken stock lately of your soul? Are you ready to go to be with the Lord? Are you ready to go out into eternity? You say, well, I don't believe there is a hell. Well, it don't matter if you believe there is one or not. There is. There is. And you'll be going there if you're not saved. My friend, let's let's be honest. Let the old trailblazer be honest with you at this time. Let me just get a, cut away all of the briars and the bushes and things that clutters up your heart. And let's just look eyeball to eyeball. And I ask you, are you saved? Or you, can you look up in the starry skies at night and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old boy like me? Thank you, oh Lord. Oh Lord, thank you for saving me. Can you do that? Or is it like a leap in the dark to you? Well, I don't know what it's going to be, but I'll go be with my friends. No, you won't be with your friends. No, sir. You'll be there where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth if you don't know the Lord. But the old travelers are going to be true to you uh, if it takes a hide off. You know, it takes grace to be true to you, my friend. But let me let me give you my mailing address. We quickly run out of time. It's the old trailblazer post office box. 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And then, let me give it to you again. Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Everybody's got a website, don't they? Oh, the old trailblazer, old country bumpkin got a website. If you go there on your computer and look up the old trailblazer, it's that address. And uh, if you will, write me, let me hear from you, pray for me. Until next time, goodbye, and may God bless you.